Hey, everybody. We get a lot of questions uh, being, you know, semi-professional amateur wannabe podcast hosts that uh, also run track events and do some racing. Uh, we get a lot of questions from uh, from everybody in the track community and uh, stuff like, you know, what's the best part for the job, how to put my car together, uh, how to route harnesses, uh, what should I buy, helmet, suit, uh, Nomex, uh, anything, stuff like that. Uh, when it comes to safety gear, very, very serious questions, and uh, we uh, we want to give you guys good answers. Uh, we'll send you over to our buddies over at OG Racing. If you got a track car, or race car, like most of our listeners, you should check them out. They're the best in the safety business. Um, they're friendly staff, incredibly well-versed in the products and the installations of the parts they sell, and they can assist you in not only purchasing safety gear for your car, but also answering questions or using or installing these things correctly. Uh, harnesses, nets, suits, helmets, shoes, and driver gear aren't all they sell. They also carry a, a huge array of trackside gear and car parts, scales, fuel cells, uh, gauges, uh, stuff like that. So if you guys need anything, if you've got any questions, uh, give them a call. Uh, super helpful staff, uh, been, been easy to deal with uh, in our experience, and really, really, uh, really a lot of experience there. Uh, 25 years in business and probably hundreds of years combined experience in their staff, uh, racers themselves, and they're here to help. So give them a call, 800-934-9112, or check them out on the web, ogracing.com. Uh, 800-934-9112 or ogracing.com and tell them Slip Angle sent you. sound good to me do i sound any good to you or no i always sound good baby <laughs> i don't know about always not always just sometimes oh just most of the time not at 4 a.m when we should be sleeping you know you love it it wouldn't be an event if we didn't stay up late with pillow talk it's true true story true story i didn't autobahn autobahn felt weird um because i was up front sleeping uh, it's probably just because we went to bed too early. We did. Which yeah, doesn't make any sense because we had a super late start, but... <laughs> six hours of sleep is way too much. Yeah, like, I don't know. I can't function properly on six hours of sleep. That's way too much. Oh, way too much. Way I too much. don't know what to do with myself. Do I sound acceptable enough or not? Yeah. Yeah, to me it sounds really good now that it's kind of like stabilized out a little bit. Uh, yeah, I moved to the back of the RV. It's in my driveway. I'm I'm laying in bed in the RV. Nice. <laughs> oh man, that sounds awesome. It is awesome. I'm gonna fall asleep. <laughs> well, I do. Uh, I do believe I am recording. Um, I'm just kind of checking. Are you recording? Over. Are you recording? Is, is this it, is this thing on? And then like a little like little two finger wave to the camera. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. That video actually turned out pretty decent. Yeah, for uh, for doing it a year ago and then forgetting about it. We yeah, and then I just I slammed it bad. all together. It was it was so I can't believe you did it on your phone. Yeah, it was great. I'm just so gonna great. find the easiest so way to do things. I've been making the cover photos too on my phone using an app, like a one dollar app. Dude, so good. So I don't know. I'm gonna <laughs> you do, look like a real designer. <laughs> I'm gonna do more videos, bro. Do it. Let's do as many as we can, man. I should. What did you record that with? GoPro on a uh, gimbal? 
Which one? The the transponder video. No, dude, handheld with my phone. Oh, it was with a phone? I yeah, didn't remember that. That was all handheld on my iPhone. It's pretty smooth when you spun around and stuff. I yeah. thought, man, did he have a gimbal? I can't remember. I just got those steady hands, man. Yeah, I know. Tell me about it, baby. <laughs> Uh, everybody having a good day though uh no today's terrible no really yeah it's hot oh, dude it's freaking it was 92 degrees and i was in the sun most of the day i wanted to i wanted to end my life it was so hot Ugh, gross oh, my, my job sucks so much well, i guess this is going to be a replacement show for the show that got corrupted yes it did which makes me really sure. really sad but I think it got corrupted as soon as Promo started walking up to us with booze in both hands. Freaking Promo, dude. 100%. Freaking Promo. Yeah, I saw I saw an old Mexican man in the hood today. On the and he thought it was Promo? Him. Like an old version and of Promo? Like, it looked like wrinkled Promo. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was in a Nissan hard body pickup, and he like looked over and smiled at me. I was like, holy shit, it's Promo. <laughs> <laughs> promo in 50 years. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Yeah, it looked and like and I, I had to take a double take because it looks so much like promo. I wish you would have snapped a photo of it. Uh, the light was turning green. I literally pulled my phone out and I was like, I wonder if I, can I get to the phone app? Can I get to, can I get to the camera app? <laughs> no, so, only only from the only from the front did he look like him. From the side, he uh, he just looked like you know, any old dude driving a Nissan Hardbody. But when he smiled at you, you heard about the game that I want to develop with uh, with grid life drivers, right? What's that? For after the event. Uh, do you remember the game Guess Who? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I heard you talking about this. Yeah, I want to do that with Grid Life drivers. Dude, yeah. I could kill that game, man. I'm so like, good at that does game. Does your driver constantly go off in turn three? Mm-hmm. You, does your driver cause red flags on track because his RX-7 is on fire or has spilled oil everywhere? Oh, I know two of those guys. <laughs> does your driver have an Evo that caused two red flags? Yes, I know that guy. Two? I thought it was three. I think it was just no, two for the two Evo. For him. Two for uh, him. <laughs> but it'd be fun, yeah, like just event are. event recap style afterwards. The uh, if if we had four day events, we could do that at the second barbecue. Dude, okay. that'd be a, that'd be a lot of fun. Like everybody, everybody could play, like bingo style. We've we've talked about having longer events, having like grid week, um, grid and like summer camp, yeah, like, dude. Uh, like, yeah, like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Because we're going to be there setting up anyway, you know, Summer for the camp. festival or whatever. Um, like we might as well do t- nighttime test and tunes and then freaking barbecues and stuff. That could be rad. It'd be super rad as long as people could take off of work. Well, it could be like if people couldn't get tickets for something else, they could also get tickets for like the Wednesday night thing. And or they like, just need you know, they just need to quit. Pizza. They just need to quit their jobs. Yeah, everybody needs to quit their job. I want I want to quit a job, just one of the jobs. The main one. Yeah, pretty much the main one. Pretty much the one that pays the bills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, do we have a stable recording for Ryan, or are we yapping too much? Uh, Ryan's got to talk a little bit more so I can find out. Uh, khakis. Do you do you have khakis? headphones? Do you have headphones in, Ryan? I do. I had to plug them in because Facebook didn't like the Bluetooth. Somebody but... is giving off an echo. Ryan sounds like he's about three feet from the microphone. You got to be right up on that mic, son. How about now? Oh, that's better. Wow, it's using my phone mic, not the headphone mic. That really? Sucks. Yeah, do that. I need just lots listen, of bungee just, cords. Hanging just talk on the phone. Just, just like talk on the phone. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, just hold it up like you're talking on it. Like, uh, I'm 
like a normal phone call. Like, who cares about the headphones? Because your ear will block out any of the like the speakerphone things going on. Yeah, cell phones are good at not picking up their own speaker. Yeah. Does it sound bad like this? No, it sounds great. No. All right, so I'm going to do this. It sounds really good. I think we might be one of the first uh, at pioneering Facebook Messenger chat for podcast I think recording. we did. The fir- yeah, the first one we did was with Houghton and, uh, and Chris Borsma, right? Yeah, we are, we are the first, I, th- I believe. And they were in two separate trucks driving through like a tornado in PA. Yeah. It was really nice, actually. <laughs> and it sounded pretty good. <laughs> oh, you know what I just thought about, Adam? Um, we were talking today at Porsche about Rambo. driving driving one handed, and I was like, I've yeah. done that, but yeah. with my GoPro, I can run two mics to it. So next time we do that, we can run lavaliers and be able to record on the GoPro and have video of it and post it up. I'm into that because I have like lavaliers. Also, sounds like a strange thing that's said on a table at my grandma's house. The lavaliers. Yeah, that's got to be a thing. That sounds ancient. Sounds awesome. It just it just sounds like an old home decoration from the seventies, or like a kind of a, a rad little band. The lavalier. Hey, Adam, grab Don't me the. Don't knock it off the table, Billy. Don't me, knock it off the table. Grab me the lavalier. I don't know. Whatever. That was. We got Ryan Kristoff here. Are we recording a podcast now? Yeah. Should we do an intro or no? Nah. Who cares? Uh, I think who cares? Seven minutes. We already did that. We're good. Yeah, so what? Who cares? So who, what? Cares? who cares? Hey, hey, Billy, I don't care. Um, Ryan, Christoph, you bought uh, you bought a new race car this year. Uh, yeah, in the last year. Yeah. It was, yeah. Uh, Has it, it already been? Has Honda. it already been a year? You got it like in the fall, right? Yeah, we'll say beginning of the winter. So, yeah, it was pretty early winter, I think. Yeah. Before we start yeah, going too far, Ryan, Christoph, who are you? Yeah, who are you, Ryan? Never, uh, never heard of you. I'm actually uh, Teal. You're Teal, or Ryan Kristoff? Yeah. <laughs> Ryan was my, Ryan was my <laughs> second instructor. He's my second instructor on track. Nice. Um, well, yeah, that that explains this. a lot. Yeah, I know. <laughs> ITR Expo six. I did like I did like I had I had an instructor in like 03 or 04 and then Earl four and then uh, no instructors for a couple of years and then I had Ryan in 06 as an intermediate at Expo. Um, oh yeah, the old t- intermediate. Yeah. He yeah, taught me fun. how, and my my college roommate was your beginner, and and he made you sick. But I think also drinking made you sick. But nah, um, maybe. Yeah, and and he taught me how to drift old turn ten at uh, Gingerman. Nice. Oh God, I miss doing that. <laughs> she used to hang it out wide. It was awesome. <laughs> just way too wide. It was so slow, but it was so fun. We need to run old ten in October when we go back. I was gonna uh, bring uh, a Abram, lot more. Abram wants to run backwards. Like, yeah, he wants to run time attack backwards, so we have a technically a different track. Old turn ten's not a bad idea if they won't let that happen. Though. Do you know how many track records that. we would be announcing? So many records. So many, many records. records. Everybody'd have a record. You get a record, and you get a record, and you get a record. <laughs> yeah, we we have to wait until the end of the weekend for for announcing records. That, that would get annoying. But, It'd make announcing really um, easy though. Well, for 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 listeners, we we did record a podcast with Ryan once, and then it 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 went away. We didn't, we didn't have it anymore. <laughs> yeah, like the, the files. The files showed up on the file or on the the card, but I opened them and like nothing happened. I blame promo. It was at Mid Ohio track battle round one. Blame promo. Promo Robbie, and uh, he came up to us a couple times, double fist, and he must have dumped booze on the thing. Who knows? You never know. Probably. Yep. No, it was um, fine. 
And those were that was a live show, so it probably sounded way better than this. This is Facebook Messenger. So yeah, the live was fun, but at least although, I had although Facebook Messenger is better. Although better if I remember, weren't there like birds or something or crickets in the? There are birds or crickets in the garages at Mid Ohio. Oh yeah, yeah, up. we did go out. We went and out. Then we went outside on the trailer for a while because it was too loud. Which yeah. it felt like that was like nine o'clock, but it was still light out because we stopped the track at like three that day. That's right. The NASCAR testing. I yeah, NASCAR we recorded at like train. five, five to like seven o'clock, and the sun was still out. Yeah, we were a lot of beers deep by dinner time. I'm already two. Yeah, I'm working on my time. third right now. I'm trying to recreate it. I'm I'm laying in the RV drinking straight Tito's, baby. Just straight up Tito's. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's a good time. I'm not drinking right now. Wow. Busy day. Blowing it. <laughs> Blowing it. Um, so, so Ryan was my second instructor. He used to drive an Integra. And then a couple of years ago, 2013, I think, or 2012, we both got our licenses. And then you started racing an old Triumph, I think? Yep. The Triumph Spitfire. That, that your dad raced forever. Um, forever. I remember waking up in the pop-up camper with probably crying because the car was too loud at 8 a.m., covering my ears. That'll happen. That I think it's pretty ago. loud. Yeah. Um, and you raced in? What did that car race in? Uh, it was always an F-Prod car. Really? Always, huh? Yep, always. And the Prod, Prod classes have been super stable in SCCA for years, but there were there were other Prod classes earlier. So, like, yeah, uh, G's gone. There was, there, there was like, yeah, all the alphabet back in the day. <laughs> yeah. That well, old Z-Prod car. cars were the Hondas of the day. Everybody had yeah. one. Yeah. So, what were you saying, Austin? I was going to say that old Z-Prod car. Z-Prod? Yeah, Z-Prod. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K. All of yeah, I think there was All of the alphabet. I want to say there was like A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H. All the way I down? I think it went up to H. Huh. And there's H still H, still F. Yeah. There's still H, F, and E. But I don't know. Maybe maybe there wasn't. Or maybe there's G, there was H, I, J, K. Yeah, there was... <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of them. There's so many classes. Too many freaking classes. Too many. So many classes. Um, and so now, then you bought uh, this cool car from Canada, and it's a CRX Sorta. Um, what is what is GT Light? That's what Grand Touring Light. Yeah. Um, it's uh, like what what are those cars? There, there's a you're allowed to do a lot of things. Like what uh, what are the rules in that class? If you got a rough idea. Um. What rules? They're super open. It's just it's like well, that's what I mean. Like, what are the rules? Yeah. You have to have like part of the body, right? Yeah, it's classified by uh, engine and vehicle. So you pick a vehicle which has a given wheelbase, and you got to stick somewhat that kind of body on it. But it can be your somewhat. Yeah, uh, it's got to look <laughs> it's like it's got to look kind of close. <laughs> yeah. And then there's uh, specific engines listed, and with that engine, you give a given a weight and a restrictor size and you kind of go from there the two frame chassis are pretty much open 60 inch wheelbase uh, and there's some rules on tires and tire width and wheel widths that so it's it's like a super builder's class like you can build anything you want is. inside of that that's pretty yeah. sweet so for for yeah, chassis for chassis most people like build them like their own or are there like key chassis builders that people kind of turn to in the country it's really both it's not a it's not as big as the prod classes just because of the level of i guess you could say prep but it's really building a car from the ground up 
Yeah, it's uh, insanity. There's yeah. there's insanity out there for sure. Cars with swing yeah. arms that are three quarters of the length of the car for the rear end, and it's just wild. But uh, the, we decided to like, buy one. It seems like every car is crazy. different. Yeah, you, you bought you bought a pre-built, pretty successful CRX, and it's uh, uh, is that a solid rear axle or is that an independent rear axle? It has a solid uh, rear axle on it. So it kind of kind of kind of keeps with the rear end of the car, but the front is instead of a strut like a first-gen CRX, it's a double wishbone though. Right, it's a just a custom double wishbone. Uh, actually, has a factory knuckle on it, but the top's chopped off, the bottom's top chopped off. Tire is in a different spot. Breaks in a different spot. <laughs> Pretty much just holds everything. And just sort of, uh, but he uses like factory axles, factory trans case, it factory does. engine mounts. So some of that stuff is actually nice because at least some of it's not insanely custom and expensive like the rest of it kind of is. So was that a class you were looking at getting into or did the car just pop up and you're like, I'm going to buy that because that's super rad and I'm going to go race it? Yeah. How how, how did you get into buying that thing? It was was in the back of grassroots motorsports for a while. It was. Well, our our transmission builder, Jamie Hausman, Hausman Autosport, racegearbox.com builds custom transits. He always uh, did our work for the Spitfire. We've known him pretty well, and I know that he won a bunch of championships in a similar car, and then he bought this car a few years ago and ran the runoffs, and I've always drooled over it when he went to pick up our trans at his shop. I'm like, oh, man, that thing is so cool, and it's a Honda. That's what we need. He said, oh, it's for sale. I'm like, yeah, yeah, we can't afford it, though, so... Don't even tell us that. <laughs> and then last year happened where we blew up four engines out of five weekends in the Triumph and got really frustrated and said, screw it, we got to buy this thing. <laughs> We've that been waiting too stupid, long. It's a stupid British car. Yeah, Do you know the history? The same lap time, same footprint, fits huh. in the trailer. It's a Honda. Like, it just checked all the boxes. Do you know the history of, of where it came from? Who built it originally? Um, I think somebody told me who they think built it. I don't have it in front of me, but it was built in Atlanta in 1986 as a brand new car. It was wow. blue. Holy cow. Back in 86? Yeah, so it was, uh, it was a new CRX at the time. So that thing's just always yeah. been a race car. Always. That's so cool. That's so cool. And, and it still has, uh, like, some of the like the engine mount area, some of the firewall and stuff looks pretty factory. Is that still factory sheet metal? Um, that's not, but the, uh, the pillars, I guess, down the door surrounds and the roof stuff where you can, yeah, the, uh, yeah, the, the roof, you said it wrong. The roof, the roof. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so the whole front of the car is custom. I'm, 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 I'm yeah. picturing it having factory engine mounts, but maybe I'm picturing it wrong. I haven't seen I think the, the, the hood off last week. The actual mounts are used, but they're solidly mounted all the rubber's gone that, that might be what i'm the last time i saw it with the hood off i think was at mid ohio it's been a while but, yeah um it's got a lot it's got like all custom body work except for like the roof skin it, the, it's all roof skin? fiberglass right the roof oh okay yeah the roof skin <laughs> roof skin roof skin yeah i love that guy mr roof skin roof skin rumpel yeah, stiltskin roof skin yeah 
um, it, uh, I, it, I just think I could, I could, I, every time I see it, I think, oh my gosh, it's the coolest thing ever. But uh, it's, it looks like a lot of work to to run. Uh, so far this year, you've done pretty well with it. How how has it been as far as upkeep and maintenance and like between sessions kind of stuff to live with? I'm just so glad I can answer these questions now because at our first podcast, I hadn't even driven it yet. So that's true. Oh, that's right. Driven, yeah. I, I had no idea. You'd like started it, <laughs> like made videos. <laughs> yes, we're just making really loud, stinky vroom boom noises in the garage. But uh, yeah, first first time out, took it to Waterford locally to shake it down. I said I was going to take a nice, easy uh, qualifying session just to see how it feels and put on the pole for the whole run group. It's like uh, red. Okay, that's the raddest. <laughs> <laughs> so then we brought it to. Mid Ohio for the majors race where we Adam and I did a little podcast during the STL race and yeah, yeah. we swept it. Had a awesome battle on Saturday against one of the the top dogs in GT Light and on Sunday. Yeah, the, that guy same. has uh, the track record too, right, Kyle? He had the track record there. I believe so. If yeah. not, it's he's right there. Nice. Yeah. So we were under the track record by a good half a second in qualifying. So do you know wild. what class the the car was originally like built for and campaigned in back in '86? Uh, it was a GT4 car. Okay. So a number of years ago, they combined GT4 and GT5 into one class. Right. Right now, they still have what GT1 and GT2. They have one, two, GT2? and three. Oh, there's three. Okay. okay. Yeah, GT3. I shouldn't know, I should know these things, but. Yeah. <laughs> there's too many classes, man. There's a lot of classes. There's like 20, what, 27, Jeez. 28, as far as national runoffs classes. I don't even remember. And then there's a bunch of regional stuff. Like, hey, the, there's a ton of, like, this ancient car, and they all run in the Northeast, and, like, they have their own class. And So there's probably, like, 50 <laughs> classes. Huh. But, um, too many classes. Yeah. I want to build a series of one class. That sounds fun. So what all what all's um, different from you know running that as opposed to like the Integra that used to have going to uh, you know essentially a tube chassis car from a, a production based car? It just freaking works. <laughs> like there's no slop in anything. Yeah, everything it, just feels rock solid. There's no bush. Everything is nothing. definitely rock solid. Um, whenever we went out to do a little some rolling shots during Honda meet. I drove the car slowly behind a film car with no helmet or anything, you know, just in first gear, and it sounded so terrible. I thought the whole thing was going to explode. <laughs> first gear is but really it's, long it's, in that thing, too, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, we we do the race starts in first gear. And Really? You do a rolling off. starts in first gear? Yep. Really? Well, interesting Man. how long it is. It does have tiny? <laughs> it has tiny tires too, so you have to have totally different gear ratios everywhere. The tires are yeah. probably what, like, tw- are they twenty or are they less? They're twenty tall. Okay. Yeah, what what tires do you usually run on there? Uh, Hoosier R thirty five Bs. It's a new compound they have. Okay. Uh, they're bias bias ply, thirteen inch wheel. Nice. So they're, uh, uh, how, nothing normal. How? how how has uh, how has it been with tire wear and with stuff like that with as far as consumables and and dealing with it like how has it been over the last couple of weekends? Um, Gingerman is eating up tires this year. Gingerman is this. really rough on tires this year. It's like, terrible. 
a lot of people have ter- have called it like uh, kind of a cheese grater now. Like it's yeah. it doesn't seem like it lost a lot of pace, but it, it, it like it's like the tires just go away faster. Yeah, just getting beat up. But we get yeah. Um, usually throw two new tires on the front. Whatever was on the front, we rotate to the rear uh, because front wheel drive life. Um, so that's kind of actually nice. And it's squared set up so I can put front tires on rears. There's no staggered offsets or anything. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of nice. Yeah, if we, if, if we buy a set of tires for a majors weekend, we can – whatever we start on the fronts, we'll make it to the end of the weekend on the rears, and then they go in the practice pile because they're slower and they're going off if we want to be running right up top. Wait, is that how you win races? You actually buy tires? You like get you new ones? You buy them occasionally. And yeah. new brake fluid. You need new brake fluid, too. <laughs> oh, no. Anybody yeah, want to buy black. CRX? This is over my head. I can't do this. you got to be able to see through it a little bit. Which uh, is funny because you are selling the CRX. So, uh, so it's Or it's listed for sale. Nobody's going to buy it. Yeah, nobody's going to buy it. <laughs> Somebody might buy it, but nobody's going to buy it. It's in a magazine. It. I don't want to think about it. <laughs> yeah, it's a magazine car now, man. It uh, well, it had a feature a couple of years ago, and then or a year ago, and just the other day, <laughs> did I show you this, Austin? Just the other day, yeah, Brad the Motor City ad, a picture of the, the the PRI magazine. It's yeah. on the back cover in the Motor City <laughs> ad. I'm like, nobody asked me about this. <laughs> yeah, and and then I don't know. Uh, we'll talk about it a little later. I, I don't. I don't want to. Don't, don't steal bring, the I don't thunder. Mess up uh, our conversation. Don't steal the thunder. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what? What's that thing how, got how for a it, motor? Uh, What's that, Austin? What? I was asking Ryan what uh, what that car has for a motor. Oh, it's so little. It's so little. It's, it's just a little guy. So yeah, most it's just a little cutie. In GT Lite run, and they're between uh, 1.5 and I think 2 liters, like the max, and there's not many of them. And then they run a single inlet restrictor because it's a, it's a small board class meant for you know smaller cars trying to keep the speeds and uh, – Maintenance down on them. So that's what or the lights, can, the lights portion of GT lights stands for. I right. Assume. Yeah, it's a little less high strung. Unless you're crazy like us and run a smaller displacement engine with no restrictor, you can just rev it to the moon. So we have a 1.3 liter, 12 valve, like old. It's an EW engine. It's kind of like yeah, the, the first generation of the B series. Yeah, it's like 84, 85, like the car base model, base model engine, right? Man. Yeah, that's where you had to get the yeah, crack from. Probably made like 55 horsepower from the factory. <laughs> Something terrible, yeah. Make, makes a lot more now. <laughs> makes way more now, multiples of that more now. Yeah. Is, is it the same? It's the same stroke, though, right? You didn't, you didn't, you're not allowed to change stroke or anything? Um, correct. Otherwise, we'd start changing that displacement. Yeah, so so it's probably just an overbore, crazy piston, big cam, port and polish kind of thing. Yeah, all. Uh, do you know that, a lot of development. Do you know the com- yeah, do you know the compression on the thing? It's uh, I don't know it exactly. Uh, but I've heard it's kind of it's kind of in the middle of the road. Like fourteen uh, or something like that. Yeah, I don't even think it's that high. Oh really? Maybe okay. Thirteen to fourteen. In the Spitfire, we were. Fourteen and a half. Jeez. Fifteen. And that's what you had to grenade, do. Grenade motors with the pin pole. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it, that's why they blew up every time. 
So you yeah. run it on race fuel or? Yep, one ten leaded. Okay. Uh, dual Weber carbs. Yeah, it sounds sounds fantastic. Dude, it sounds so great. Oh, it sounds so great. Do you end up having <laughs> yeah, to adjust the off. carbs a lot, like pretty pretty often, like every weekend? Nope. Nope, never. Really? Um, I, you haven't touched them at all? Nope. Um, we had them balanced a little bit, just uh, kind of evened out at Gratton. Or not Gratton, okay. Gingerman. And that's it. it. it going, going, up the straight, going up the straightaway, it sounds a lot like a bigger motor Honda. Like it sounds like a 1.8, you know, a 2 liter Honda. Oh, dude, it sounds awesome. Um, yeah, it, uh, I remember when I had individual throttle bodies on my old 1.6 dual cam uh, a ZC motor. I yes. had ITBs on it, and it sounded way bigger with ITBs. And side drift whatever's obviously sound a lot like ITBs, but it's uh, it's such a good sound. Like Something it's, about it. I remember what, yeah, watching you at the uh, Mid Ohio majors, and listen, every time you come around, I'd be like, oof, oh, it's so good. And you got a big muffler on it now too, but it, so it really cleaned up the sound. But it's, yeah, uh, it, it it sounds pretty Honda like, but you can hear so much induction noise. It's such a cool. It's such yeah. a. It's such a neat build. GTL oh. cars. Do you have to keep them same wheel drive as they were from the factory? You do not. Huh. Um, no, from you, front yeah, wheel drive, you, you can you, move to rear wheel drive. Interesting. One of the uh, one of the more famous cars in that class was uh, a Mini Cooper, right? With uh, rear wheel drive. Like a first yep, gen Mini Cooper. Mini. Yeah. Like it, original. Yeah, like. A, like a, uh, original mini like, okay. like english mini nice um and, and the the driver like he look he he turns his head sideways and his head is like in the back window all the way back so, <laughs> yeah he's um, a tall guy too there's a cutaway shot in a sports car magazine from like a couple of years ago yeah uh, and it showed like it showed how he sat in the car and like in, with the body and with the body on and off or whatever and so you see the outline of where he is and uh, like his butt is on the uh, like on top of the rear axle, and he's all the way back. Such a cool car. Yeah, it's such a bizarre stuff. class. It's it's. You wonder how a class like that could actually have parity, you know, between all those bizarre different builds. But um, it seems like power to weight really kind of isn't too far off with all the inlet restrictors and stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so there's no is there is there a horsepower cap for any of the classes for the weight or whatever you can make out of that motor within the guidelines of the rule book is good to go. No, there's no horsepower cap. Okay. It's horsepower up. caps are a NASA thing. SCCA doesn't believe dynos exist yet. Oh yeah, that's right. It's right. like bring bring all the money. Yeah, they, they they haven't heard of dynos. <laughs> they know about inlet restrictors, but they don't know much about dynos. Hey man, whatever um, works. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like both. It seems like both ways work. I mean, NASA's got good close competition. SCCA's got good close competition. Everybody's spending all the money in both series. So I don't think. Yeah. I, mean, I think racing costs the same. Yeah, yeah racing is the money. problem. Like, there's there's no good way to do racing. It's terrible both ways. <laughs> you just do spec fit. That's what you do. Oh, that's the cheapest way to go racing. But it's terribly yeah. slow. <laughs> oh, it's so horrifically slow. But man, I was out in uh, I was out in Holly's spec fit at Honda Meet for about fifteen minutes chasing back and forth with Dennis Duff and with Chris uh, in the new spec yeah. fit that we built on Saturday How'd night. How'd that go? 
Uh, it went pretty well, actually. Somebody forgot to tighten a bunch of stuff on the driver's side front, like sway bar and stuff. It was all fell <laughs> off. But um, uh, Otherwise, it was pretty straight. I aligned it on Sunday morning. It was actually pretty close right off the bat. But um, Yeah, we were out in three-spec fits, and I mean... I could like if everybody was in a spec fit, I'd be like, "This is the best life ever." But the problem is, like, everybody is faster than you in the straightaways. Um, but man, going going all the way through like seven, eight, nine, ten, flat, like, all the way down to ten, flat, flat. seven, dude, eight, nine, <laughs> flat, and the fit is awesome. You, dude, you're you're all the way through seven, eight, nine, like totally pinned, and and it feels hairy. Like it's if those things were on Hoosiers, like it would almost feel boring. I think. I think if they ran um, Hoosiers, like it would almost flip over. Could it be like your lemons car. Yeah, it would. Be, it would be a little wild, but it, uh, dude, it's the fun is the same, man. The straightaway, you know, and you could watch a video on the straightaway, but it's, uh, it's, it's slow cars are fun too. But Adam, I Adam and I got to take racing. Adam and I took it out at the end of the day on Sunday because nobody went out. Like literally, we had yeah, a session no. that nobody showed up for. So we yeah, just the very last session in Hanami. Yeah, so we just hopped in the new newly built spec fit and just went and wheeled it, and then came in and swapped drivers, and recorded and a podcast we had, the whole time. Microphones we, in we one hand. Whole, we were holding our regular mics in our hands. It was a terrible idea. <laughs> it worked just fine, man. Uh, yeah, it worked so. just fine. Um, well, before we get off of the topic of GTL cars, what are the plans for the rest of the season for the thing uh, with with like uh, regards to races and stuff? Well, we've done trying to get to the runoffs. That was kind of the very ambitious goal from the beginning of the year. Is well, we'll drive the car, we'll see what happens. You know, if yeah. it makes sense, maybe we'll do it. And you know, we broke some things that were very expensive. Trans, um, trans stuff. Yeah, it's just one of those. The gear broke just because it decided to break because race car. Yeah. And uh, so we were debating it, but the car is just so fast and it's so awesome, and everybody's having such a good time. Said, screw it, let's go for it. So we've got. What's, some, uh, what's the last major? The last major is in about a week from when we're recording this. It's, uh, oh, you're going to Road America? At Road America. And I've okay. never been there. And I figured you were going to tow to. Uh, I figured you were going to go to Groton or something. I would. I'm in a, a buddy's wedding that weekend. I've already oh, okay. skipped a lot of friends, other things to go racing and do that stuff. So I had to pick at least one to to change plans around. So it worked out. Just a yeah, longer tow. My my CRX might be there at Groton if it's my CRX still. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Tom Tom O'Gorman wants to finish his qualifying to the, for the runoffs with it. So, um, yeah, the the coolest thing that I saw on your car, uh, besides like a group of Hanami buddies, like as your crew, all your all your freaking you know your your regular the guys Tuna Town. shoot, yeah, Team Tuna Town that shoots potato guns uh, at Saturday <laughs> Night Hanami and stuff like that. Um, the, the the coolest thing that I saw was the contraption that you guys made on a on a handheld drill, and before you guys fire the motor, you pull the belt off the dry stump, and then you stick the drill uh, in this contraption thing, and it spins the dry stump, and you spin it, and you watch the pressure gauge, it goes up like 80 psi or whatever. Yep. Um, that, and you put the belt back on. Yeah, you, you put the belt back on, and you fire the thing. Yeah, we call it the plumbus. <laughs> 
Why do you call it the plumbus? I, I didn't uh, get the story behind it. Um, it, it. It looks like a plumbus when you say, I'll grab the plumbus on the drill, and be like, all right, that must be what he's talking about. <laughs> exactly. It totally so does obscure. look like that. It's so organic um, looking. Uh, it's a it's, it's a, a it's a pretty unique uh, idea. It's a good idea. It's a good idea. Oh, well, wait, we had a bought... little tiny nut on the end, or a bolt that was yeah, in yeah. there, and it was absolutely tiny. And some dumb driver used an impact driver on it to try and get it to move or something like that, and just snapped right off. So, so we had to make a new device. Fix it. Yeah. yeah, we didn't want to do that. We tried to pull the pulley off, and it was not moving. Like, well. If it's not moving, it's not going to go anywhere. Cause it's we'll leaving it so, on for now. <laughs> it's going to stay on there for its life till it's on the bench. Did uh, when you bought this car, were you given like a whole like? Because it because it's got it seems like it has the as far as you know if you compare it to like a track day like Integra like you used to have you know like just mm-hmm. an Integra GSR with just you know good suspension tires brakes whatever. It seems like comparing that to this thing is like comparing like a hang glider to a freaking like Learjet. Like it's a big difference as far as like what what do you do to like how do you start it? Like how do you shut it down? Do you need a computer to shut it down? Does, does, yeah, there's, is there a dude in a, There's like all these like the pre-flight the systems <laughs> that he has to like check yeah. off. Yeah, where where's the guy in the lab coat in your pits like every time like That's Mikey. how to do things. Mikey's oh, got the lab coat, like, he's got the clipboard. He seems like he knows what he's doing. He's checking cold tire temps. <laughs> Track tabs, pressures, writing it all down. You got yeah, you, all that stuff dialed in now. And, uh, you yeah, got a pretty got, serious operation. You've even got uh, you've even got paper with all your data on there with your own uh, with your logo on it, so you know that's how you've arrived. But, the pro. Yeah, so so you got to look good. good before you can be good, right? Yeah. So did did you actually get like a book on like here's how you do the car, or do you just kind of have to figure it out? Um, Jamie's been awesome. He actually came to our first two. Uh, race weekends we came to our shakedown first time driving the car and we'd already gone mm-hmm. through a bunch of stuff um whenever we bought the car um he was refreshing the engine for us you know we just agreed to pay for we'll pay for the parts he said he'll do you know put it together for us and i went over there and installed the engine with them so i learned a lot there just working yeah. on the car before we even took delivery so is that like a fresh build i guess for the motor it was a, a refresh. It's uh, Next time it's apart, it's probably going to get a lot of expensive work done and new pistons. We decided to, since we're going to be learning the car, spend less money on just that. To, and spend just do like a bearing and bearing, hone, and ring kind of thing? Yeah, pretty much bearings, rings, all that. Yeah, hone, and, 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 to need new custom pistons, which are not cheap. Yeah, I can believe I believe that. But so he just kind of walked you through how here's how I did this car, here's what I think you should do kind of thing, not like uh, yeah. step 1, build a plumbus, <laughs> turn turn the oil pump 400 rpms. No, it was it was pieced together and we've been in in contact and uh like I said he's been at the track too, so we got to uh, work out all the here do this. No, go grab that and do this and now it's kind of second nature. So you got to pump up oil pressure besides setting tire pressures and torques, you know, just getting in the car and warming it up. And it's pretty standard race car stuff. 
at that point. I, I, can't, I can't get over how much your dudes seem to love, like, doing it. Like, they all seem so into the car. Yeah. Like, you, you always got, like, four dudes, and they're like, yeah, grab this, do that. And they're so pumped. And I, and I, you guys got the best team. It's so rad. It's, it's great. Yeah. Um, yeah. My dad is finally, he's like, this is great. I get to sit back. Because on the British yeah. car, I had to tell you how to do everything or just do it myself. Because you guys didn't know what yeah, the hell you're doing. Now he gets to hang out. He, he uh, you trained the next generation of dudes. So. Yeah. So it's it all it's all coming together. Just need to take bring her home. Now that That's car that car doesn't have an alternator at all on it, right? Right. So you guys it's are running it just off of a, the battery, and you got to make sure it's charged before you go out, right? Yeah. Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what, what Sorry, I had there? to. You, you, you have problems with that? <laughs> we're used to like running it multiple times during the day with a very relaxed environment, so we didn't exactly throw it on a battery charger in between sessions. The Spitfire used to run all weekend without a charge, no problem. This one is. And that, what, that was a total loss system also, or to have an alternate? Yeah, it was the same. Okay. Sounds like you need a new battery, battery though. Just need a new battery, maybe. Yeah, yeah it's a big old... Optima red top or something in there. It's ballast. Yeah, they, I've I've never uh, played with a car with a total loss system, um, but with carbs and stuff, you probably don't have much. To, all you gotta do is what run a fuel pump. Basically. Fuel pumps and gauges. I got a uh, an O2 sensor in there. Okay, that's about it. Um, what kind of uh, what kind of air fuels does a crazy carb motor like that run at? Do you know? Well, same as any other at Watt. Just looking for like, uh, yeah, like in the twelve to thirteens. Yeah. Because I got to play with a with a twin carb DCOE like built motor soon. So yeah, you do. I haven't uh, I've I've freaking never played with carbs ever besides like lawnmowers. <laughs> so yeah, just um, remember if it's if it's running good at Watt, then everywhere else it's just probably gonna suck. Good to yeah. It, it seems to idle pretty well, and it's pretty good, like, above four. So I think maybe it's tuned. <laughs> so, That's probably good, then. Yeah, i got to put a wideband on it before track day picnic. I'm going to try to bring it out to track day picnic, the, uh, the the sports racer thing. So. Good idea. Uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see. But, um, yeah, we're, we're, we're changing everything we do, man. No more fuel-injected cars. No more no more twin cam motors. Now we're going back to dumb old crap. Keep going you're going to be, be racing, like, full leaf spring cars soon. With wagon oh, that wheels, sweet. wagon Play wheels. Early spring. I want, I want to have like one of them 1930s cars with with like 10 degrees of positive camber. Oh, that'd be awesome. That wheels. Like, yeah, that was how you did it. But, that would be pretty sweet. Not gonna lie. <laughs> I don't know if it would do for doing well at a track day. Like you look at the technology those guys were driving at like the top levels of competition of the 20s and 30s. Those guys yeah. were men. Like straight oh, yeah. up men. Like I, I don't Brown, think I could. I don't think I could do it. Dude, I'm sitting in the RV looking at the book that you lent me. Actually, you, Cone lent it to me. Oh, but go you lent it to him. Go but, like hell. Yeah, go like hell. Yeah. And, and like, like a third of that book is about like everybody died at Lama. Like everybody ever. Like you go to Lama, it's like fifty-fifty shot. <laughs> yeah. And it, I think that like, like the it, opening scene in that book is when there was a car that wrecked and like got hurtled into the crowd. And kill the bunch oh, of yeah, people that in the was, crowd. Yeah, like in fifty in fifty five when the Mercedes or whatever, like it it launched in, into the crowd. Yeah, it killed like fifty people or something. Oh, yeah. 
like yeah, like seventy six or ninety five. There, it's somewhere between there. They're literally not sure how many people died. Yeah, it was tons <laughs> of people. It was just ridiculous. Um, and, and like back in the fifties, the thinking was like, I don't want to be anywhere near this thing when it happens. I'm going to be thrown from the car. So yeah. no seatbelts. Well, you think about like think about even racing like in the seventies. In eighties, oh, when sounds, like yeah. Han stuff didn't exist, fire retardant stuff didn't exist, like it's just yeah. it's much safer now than it used to be. Well, literally the the Fraser that I was just talking about, the sports racer, right? Like like it it raced wheel to wheel when it was built in ninety three, and it it is so unsafe, like it boggles my mind, <laughs> like. And they added like an extra little hoop to the roll bar because you know because a taller dude must have driven it or whatever. But like the first roll hoop had like no diagonal; it was just a bend, and like it was went to like the thinnest little like sixteenth uh, of an inch thick sheet metal that like bolted to the top of the shock towers. Um, and so it had three Allen bolts holding the hoop down, and then like a front bar that went forward, and it like just literally just had like a you know like a a five sixteenth. Allen head bolt that just bolted it to some more thin sheet metal. Like if you rolled God. it over, it's just gonna it's just gonna get ripped off. Like it's not strong. <laughs> but that's how it that's how it was, dude. You know, wheel to wheel it. But um, they ended up adding a diagonal and a hoop at one point. But um, once you start looking at the car with like the body off, you're like, I don't think I should wheel to wheel this. If I get like you know t boned by anything, it's a bad day. Like there's a lot of metal there, but like it's not very strong. Even yeah. in the '90s, they built they built garbage, <laughs> like total. You fix that though. That is a beautifully built car. Uh, it, it's really well built. Like I want to add more. I'm at kind of a crossroads with it. Like I don't know what to do. I found out that Steve Millen raced it, um, and that it raced in some, some like famous race in New Zealand. So those are cool things. Um, and it's one of one, so like it's the only Fraser ever of 344 or whatever that have been made that have uh, that has a body on it. Like it's the only sports racer body. You should it's see the if they want to buy it back. Nobody's. Uh, I, I don't know what to do with it. Like, like I don't know. Do I make it sweet and safe and like play with it and like put a bike motor in like I want to? You should see if the guys at Fraser will trade you a new Fraser for it. Uh, I don't think they would. They don't, don't want it back. It seems like they don't. It seems like they don't have a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> In in 25 years, they've made like 300 cars, uh, so I don't think they're millionaires, but they're they're probably fine. But um, the, I've e- been emailing with the owner of Fraser, and it doesn't seem like he's all like, "Hey, I need that thing." Yeah. <laughs> how did How did Dan get that thing? Like, did he buy it out of New Zealand, or, um, the, or did it dude, just somehow make it to Fraser's, the states? It, he said that uh, it got traded to somebody in I think Australia. Um, for something else, and then the dude in Australia was—I uh, think he traded it some somehow to somebody in the U.S. for with like it and something else for a Formula Atlantic, like in '98. So, huh. and I think Dan got it in like '99 because there's '99 VSCDA stickers on it, so like vintage whatever sports State car driver association. Yeah. Um, so it's been in the U.S. since like '97, '98, somewhere in that range. So, um. I don't know, but I don't know what to do with. It. Like, do I do I put it back to period correct and then like put it on bring a trailer eventually um, after I play with it, or do I like make it sweet and safe the way I want it, uh, and then it's not the way it was? I don't know. I don't know. It's probably not worth enough money to care. How really. do you how do you best want to enjoy it? Is the question. I don't know. I really don't know. So 
Uh, I'm going to give it some time. I'll probably drive it, you know, I'll drive it unsafely as is uh, a couple times and uh, just feel it out. And I don't know. I've, I really have no idea. Maybe I'll just put it up on, like, bring a trailer with, like, a crazy high reserve. And if there's zero interest, and I'll be like, nobody cares about this. I'll just keep it. <laughs> I still think you make it uh, street legal. It, well, it was designed to have. It was. It's got like a license plate light on it. And yeah, it was designed it's as a street. Designed- I don't think Adam cares if it's legal or not. I'll still drive it on the street. Well, I, I I have driven it on the street many times. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I drove it like two miles home the other day, like like a couple weeks ago, and uh, I drove. I uh, I'm just taking back roads because I'm like, man, cops are going to be on the big roads. This is so not a street car. Um, and I and I go I go blasting by like two dudes around a porch like these these older black guys and they look at me and one of them gives me a thumbs up and one of them like gives me like the fist pump. <laughs> it, was, it was so rad. You had a moment. <laughs> yeah, I love those guys so much. Um, but yeah, I've, I've, it, it's got a place for a light. Like uh, it's got headlights, it's got brake lights. It's and they don't work because relays are ancient and stuff. I probably got to change all the relays, but um, they don't work. But it's got a license plate light. It's got a place for you know wide you know Australian and New Zealand license plates. You could so. change it all to LEDs now. I, I probably could. Probably could. Maybe then you could speak. run it. You could run it like at the VIR twelve hour. I would not want to be in this thing at that. <laughs> nope. 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 Not at the, no. Nope. 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 <laughs> Uh, it it, uh, it it makes a radical like the the safety in like a radical SR3 or SR4 or whatever. Uh, it makes a radical look like a Cadillac. Like that's that's how well built a radical is compared to this. But I don't know. But um, yeah, I don't know what to do with it. Like I don't know. I really really don't. Maybe I'll just keep playing with it a little bit, tinker with it, make it run sweet and look better, and then I don't know. You put a grid life, grid life livery on it. That's what Chris yeah. wants to do. He's, he's he's talked about wrapping it, and the next year we'll use it for some of the you know the car shows that we go to. So, That'd be really sweet. Um, it it it's got an eye catching style to it. Like I think if you had a, if it didn't look like the Ronald McDonald mobile with the red and the white, um, or the the Wiener mobile or whatever it is, it looks like it's a hot dog. It looks like it's got a red stripe up the middle. And it's whatever you want it to be. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But uh, yeah, we should we should put Ryan in it because he's driven uh, carbureted rear-wheel drive things, so he's the closest yeah. friend I have to. <laughs> he's the only one that I know that knows anything about these. I'll drive it. <laughs> Let's go. Um, yeah, show up at Track Day picnic if it if it runs, I'll let you wheel it. We'll see. Challenge accepted. Um, I, I I did want to ask Ryan. Um, when I first bought a race car, uh, I thought, oh, this is what I want to do. Like, this this race car is so low maintenance that, like, I could do track days all day with it, and I could, like, race it and all that stuff. And, like, that was fine because it was a low-horsepower ITA car. Uh, and I, so I did a lot of track days with it, and then I made it more high-horsepower with the STL motor. And then about a year and a half, the motor burns up. Um and now I put a bigger motor in, and I'm like, ah, if I put tons of miles in this motor, it's just gonna go. I don't want to do HPEs. So um, much what is your thought? Yeah, what is your thought, Ben, going from like you know track day bro to like basically you know the 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 indie car version of Honda, like of a of a front wheel drive Honda. Like, how is how has it been with uh, with dealing with should I drive this thing? Because you guys even pushed it out to the parade lab. Like, let's not start the car. Let's just push it out there. It's constant paranoia about things breaking. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it's a it's a bad spot to be. Like, do we it make sucks. a mistake? Should we should we just buy spec fits? <laughs> I think you guys should just buy spec fits. 
Oh, absolutely. We made so many, we made so many bad choices, right? <laughs> I know. We should build All a. I want to do is not care. We I should build a fit GTL stop. car. I don't think a fit would be a very good GTL car. You don't think so? Um, nope. They have just can't, recently can't classified the Honda CRZ in GT Lite. Oh really? Oh really? Like the, the that's a good shape for it. That'd be a good body to build. Yeah. And, uh, Z and also the Insight. Really? Ooh, Insight would be a fun very too. Aerodynamic vehicle. I'll yeah, very low right coefficient of drag. Might be very very competitive. Do they do they classify the different uh, cars? Do they classify aero and like wings and stuff you're allowed to do? Or, or yeah, what? there's a there's a GT Lite spec for the wing size and placement. And there's actually a, a note in there for CRXs that they are basically have to pick the sedan or the hatchback mounting location, unlike okay. STL where it's vague. And yes, six inches below the roof pointless. line or four inches above, yeah. Yeah, so that's nice. Yeah. And splitters, like, you know, two inches away from the bodywork in the front and pretty basic. Okay can't go flat floor they try to keep yeah. the arrow minimal so you don't have a full flat floor no just what uh what the construction of the chassis is so oh, is yeah. that it, are you required to run like factory oe floors or can it just not be a flat floor meaning it's mostly flat and then you cut like a couple ridges in it well uh the the floor actually sits above the chassis tubes okay on this car so it's yeah, the floor is flat, but there's still things beneath the floor. <laughs> yeah, so. there's still one inch square tube and stuff below it. Huh? Yeah, and I've got my ballast plates bolted to the bottom of the frame, even below that. So there's two big bricks underneath okay. the car. Not good for aero, but I got no yeah. place to put them right now. So that's a winter project to clean up the air. Yeah, it's uh, it's a cool car, man. I freaking dig it. I love it so oh, much. I'm, I want I'm so I excited that I finally. I finally won Honda Meet. You did. You won Honda Meet. You were you were the first the whole, first car out position in, in the photo. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I put that on Facebook, <laughs> and I had lots of people who don't know what Honda Meet is telling me congratulations on my win. I don't have to hurt to tell them that it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, you won the photo lap. Thank and you. you. Didn't even you won the photo lap without even going on the photo lap. <laughs> <laughs> the car wasn't even running. Uh, no, we towed it out there with a truck and pushed it into the place by hand. Yep. <laughs> like I had four people like during the you know like there's like ten minutes where like people are just milling around and stuff uh, after we get all the cars in place for the photo lap, and that's kind of a tradition during the quiet hour because there's a church down by turn ten at Gingerman. There's a quiet hour from like a, what eleven to twelve or twelve to one. I yeah, think. It used to be um, two hours. Yeah, the, 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 there's like an hour where you can't be loud, basically. So we do, yeah. on Sunday, we do, we, at Hanami, we always do, um, and once in a while, we can kind of negotiate the quiet hour to be shorter. So like at Grid Life, like I think we give the church some money, or like they just say, no, we're not going to do that today, because um, we have lots of stuff going on at the festival. But uh, we always do a parade lap, and then uh, then do like a photo lap with all the Hondas, or like a photo op on one of the straightaways. Um, and so Ryan won the photo op today or this this weekend. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> and my student was right next to me, which is cool. Which which one was that? And then one of the CRX, the, the black CRX, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that he was, he was your student. Yeah. Oh, we had a bunch sweet. of CR, We had all the CRXs out front. There was what five of us or four of us? Yeah. 
Uh, Chris, me, and then yeah, Chris, me, the two stockish ones and beginner, and then you, I think. But, um, yeah, during the during like the the mill about portion after we get it after everybody's in place, I had like two or three people come up to me and be like, "Why did they tow it out there? Is it did it break?" And I was like, "No, every time that car starts, it costs thousand dollars." And they're like, "No," <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, yeah, awesome. totally, probably." <laughs> it feels like it. <laughs> uh, you figure if you run that, it, it's probably not. It's probably in the hundreds every time. Yeah, thing fires old track day car. <laughs> you figure you know yeah. something breaks, you got to buy something for it. It's like everything's a hundred bucks. Jeez, everything's a hundred bucks. Yeah. Well, it's nothing cheap. Well, in this car, it's like everything's a thousand bucks. Yeah, how many yeah. how many hours are you expecting to get out of that motor? Um, that's a good question. I I think I have it written down somewhere, kind of the the range. I think maybe thirty forty range. Okay. That's not bad. That wouldn't be too terrible. We're at like 12 right now. And that's like runtime hours. You know, a good chunk of those hours is warming it up. We've got a meter on it, so. You actually have a meter on it like a like a, like a a generator, huh? Yeah, like an hour meter for a generator. Yeah. It's in the yeah. dash. It's great. It's the, a heavy uh, ring. When you when you amortize like the 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 total rebuild cost over the hours, that's a bad figure to know. Yeah, yeah. yeah don't do that. Don't know that. And you came out and you, you wasted you wasted all of that engine life at Honda Meet. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's only done three laps and came in. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm I'm glad the car was there though. Everybody everybody loved looking it over, and you guys I seemed to have a good time. And yeah, you guys seemed to have a good time partying. Um, yeah, even with my like STL D15 build, you know, like it's like 11 to one, um, big cam, but like unported, like nothing crazy, but good valve job and everything. Like if I, if I break down the amount of hours I actually ran it, I probably ran it like, I don't know, 20, 20 hours, 25. Like, oof, that's a lot of money an hour. Like, I, it is. <laughs> and it was like, it was like a friggin' eight tenths build. Like you can go so much crazier. The last two tenths are the expensive ones, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It can get it can get pretty stupid. Racing is really dumb. It's so hard. Don't anyone ever do it. Now, according to Dave O'Malley, racing's too hard. It's so hard. Racing's too hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, Austin, I have something I'm supposed to ask you. Uh-oh. Um, I heard uh, I heard you have a story about uh, flip flops and uh, uh, dog poop. Oh yeah, from Chris Stewart. <laughs> it's okay. Is we it need to ask. Story? We need to ask Chris Stewart about the um, RV incident with dumping the poop. Oh no! Yeah, he had, he had a. Oh no! Yeah, he had a poop incident. Him and Holly. Oh gross! I heard, yeah. I heard those can happen. I haven't had yeah. one of those yet. So I heard you stepped. I heard you stepped in dog poop with uh, with flip flops and it got on your skin. Yeah, gross. right. Right after he told me about it too. <laughs> he told me about it. We were we were at his house like loading up tires to go pick up the CRX and drop tires off yeah. at Anisha's at GT Auto Mall um, out in the suburbs. And he was like, "Yo, Austin, don't step in that poop." And I was like, "Okay, I won't." So I didn't step in the poop. Whatever. Went to grab the tires. Came back to put the tires in the ridge line. Completely forgot about the poop. Stepped right in the poop. Oh, so gross. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. <laughs> it was bad. Uh, I barefooted it. Walking in the door before because somebody. Uh, oh no! No. Yeah, it's it's terrible. See, I've I've only ever stepped in poop in work boots or like you know tennis shoes when I was a kid, and every time it every time I'm I think I've been more annoyed every single time. 
Um, today, I, the reason I found out about your little your little poop excursion was uh, uh, I, I stepped in crap and like and then I almost got in my truck and I'm like, what does it smell like at work? And it was hot. And were you uh, on the phone with Chris at the time? No, I, I looked down at my shoe. I'm like, ah, jeez! And, and the Ramblers chat on Facebook is going crazy. And I just poop. I just put in there like, stepped in shit today blows. <laughs> and then, then Dennis stuff is like, ooh, Austin stepped in shit and flip flops. Ask him about it on the podcast. <laughs> and here we are. Yeah, so that's how we got here. So. <laughs> and now we're talking about poop. Yeah, that'll happen, man. That'll happen. You got dogs. I got dogs. It'll happen, man. It, it, it'd be one thing if it was my dog, but it, this was another dog. It's someone who, uh, someone who I'm working for, and that it's not my dog, so it ain't my brand. And uh, not cool. Yeah, you don't know what that uh, dog ate. No, man, that dog might be sick. <laughs> man. Well, so I, I took us a turn for turn for turn for the worst. <laughs> Gross. Um, what? Hey, Ryan, where do you go from GTL? Like, what's the next car? Do you have any plans for the ten-year plan? Or are you going to run this thing until it's done? Uh, we're going to run it for an run it for a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, let's let's not think about next, huh? No, I'm still learning how to drive the damn thing. So, I mean, I've got, I've got some friends who are like, oh yeah, I want to get up to you know, I really want to run SRFs, or I really want to run like, you know, I want to I want to run a T1 Corvette someday. It's like, yeah, it'd, it'd be like, all right, something wild and fast and way different tax bracket than I'm in. So, <laughs> the next yeah, step is unobtainable at this point. The, the next step is uh, land a really good like job a- on accident. GT3 Pushtrek cop car. How about that? Oh, yeah. That would be the thing. I, I want to race something tube frame. Like, would you consider your car tube frame, or is it using enough oh, yeah, factory absolutely. steel? It's, it's a, a full tube. tube frame. Yep. It's a ship, a ship in a bottle kind of thing. There's it not much steel. It feels fantastic. <laughs> I, I really want to race a tube frame car. Um, that's Even if I don't race it, like that's half of the reason I'm excited about the Frasier. Yeah, it just doesn't have any... Just, everything it's, just feels so positive and flat. There's like the yeah, roll it's fabricated. Nothing. Every, everything's heim joints and everything is yeah. solid, you know. Uh, like even with my CRX, like every bushing I took out of the car and put like a spherical in, like a kingpin or PCI. Like every time I got rid of a bushing, it got better. That's uh, like, a big difference. It's a big part like of every suspension. Purpose built, baby. Yeah, every, Purpose Every built. single time it, it got better. So the only bushings in the car are the two sway bar like pivot points, and then like the the rear shock one, so that the lower control arms don't pivot enough and and bind, you know. But yeah. Every every bushing you get rid of, it gets better. Um, I don't. Know, I want to drive a tube frame thing. I don't want to drive your tube frame thing. That thing is too expensive for me to repair. But don't you mean tube expensive? It's way tube expensive. There he is. Um, I'm how, back. How did it do? In, I, I heard you had an off the other day. How did it do? Is it, uh, did it hold up pretty well? Well, it, yeah, I think it sailed off of the concrete into the grass and dirt. Messed up the uh, bumper supports pretty good. and Just got the bumper repaired days before that and put a big crack in it. <laughs> but, <laughs> That'll happen. Yeah, but it, it fared pretty well considering the hit. The, the yeah, it, look, it looked it fine. up well but the uh, bumper's fiberglass and what it is very heavy fiberglass so i guess that helps robustness pretty thick yeah it's thick yeah 
the uh, is is your plan? Uh, is there any modification plans for the car? Like make everything heavy fiberglass into lightweight carbon, or uh, we're already pinching weight really close with fuel, so there'll be just little things. So I want to I want to make some custom upgrades and brakes, uh, update the brakes in the front, and that'll be a big winter okay. project. I need yeah. some CAD work and some sponsorship to uh, to get that done. I can't afford to have someone else do that. That stands like that. for card. That stands for cardboard aided design, right? That's what I. That's what I do. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's my CAD baby. Make a piece of cardboard until it fits. Bend it. That's where you. That's where you make the the metal. That's perfect. Perfect. That's template. what we were doing yesterday. <laughs> for brake ducks. Yep. Trace it out on the steel. Get the uh, get the old sawzall or the or the whiz wheel out and. Cardboard's nice because you can actually like mock up the bend and then like you know and then you just bend it to do that you know find a pipe that fits. Yeah, it it holds a line nice and <laughs> I love CAD. I'm so good at CAD. <laughs> I'm gonna come to you. Yeah. Well, we're we're into this thing for like an hour with with old Ryan and it's like yeah, uh, that went by quick. I think we did a podcast, homies. I think so. Don't mess well, this one I'm, up, Austin. I won't. Yeah. The, do you have it? Is it is it here? Did you? Are you uh, I forgot to hit record. <laughs> oh no! no. <laughs> that would suck. Just kidding. Um, We're good. When uh, when are you go? Yeah. When are you going out to Road America, Ryan? Are you going out Friday night or Thursday? Um, I'm going out Friday. The car count is insanely low, so it's not worth me to spend a whole day testing and spending money. That's another thousand thousand dollars on the motor. Yeah. Yeah. Every session, right? <laughs> Everyone, every time you start that car, it's a thousand dollars. You should see the look yeah. on the face of like a beginner when they when you say that to them. They're like, "No!" <laughs> <laughs> well, like, yeah, man, keep doing awesome. that. That's funny. <laughs> Hope they don't listen to the show. Uh, one of them, one but, of the people I said it to might. I think I might have said it to somebody who listens to the show. <laughs> we meet more and more listeners at at these events. I really don't. I have no idea who listens anymore. Yeah, it's getting kind of strange. Yeah. Um, it like uh, like more like literally it's like growing exponentially. Like every time I I walk out of the RV, somebody's like, "Is this a rad V?" <laughs> what? <laughs> this I heard it on the podcast. Is this your RV? They're like, "Dude, where's the Fraser at? Where's the Fraser?" Yeah, it's not. It's not here. I've only talked about that twice. Let's talk about it some other time. <laughs> no, it's getting weird. But uh, yeah, it uh, thousand bucks a thousand thousand bucks a time you start it. That's what it costs, right? Yeah, that's sure. what you got to tell everybody. That's what you got to tell everybody. Well, first time I drove it, I made four laps, and it was thousands of dollars worth of repair for the gear that <laughs> started off terribly. But since then, it's been good. Um, you're actually you're actually probably not too far off if you factor a rebuild in. It's going to cost you about a thousand dollars every time we start that car, probably. Yeah, let's change the subject. <laughs> it's, what it's a bad idea! <laughs> you're so ba- you're so bad at making life choices, Ryan. I know. Yeah. Well, it, well uh, r- r- I I, uh, I appreciate you buying a car that I can oogle and ogle over always. Me too. I'm oogling and ogling with everybody else. I'm just lucky yeah. enough to hop in. Yeah. yeah. You got a, you got an understanding wife. That's what you got. I. I do. I don't know how she does it. We don't need to retire. What's who's what's that? Four hundred one k. Never heard of it, baby. Four hundred one k. Buy a lot of race car. Four hundred one k. That's a, is that a part number for like something cool that I can buy? K swap. Yeah, four hundred one k swap. 
Uh, All right. Uh, well, the runoffs. Yeah, we, are, we are registered for the runoffs. Oh, you oh, registered yeah. already? You registered yesterday or yeah. opened yesterday, right? Or today? Bingo, yesterday. Yeah, that's what I thought. I didn't know you were allowed to register if you hadn't ran three majors. Um, they, you can register, and if you don't make it, they'll just pull you off the list and give you your money back. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I, but, I heard that uh, that there's a big price jump like after the last majors, and I didn't know if that was because you weren't allowed to register or because like people wouldn't know if they were actually going to until after or what. So I don't know. There's so much logistics. They probably need to get as much uh, information as early as possible for them to make it happen yeah. without. It's 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 over a thousand cars already, right? It was like almost it was almost a thousand cars like in the first two hours. Yeah, uh, it, I checked this morning. I think it was at like seven eighty or seven fifty. Oh, I thought it was a thousand. Somebody somebody told me it was a thousand cars already. But I could I be think very. It might go up wrong. to nine hundred, which is still crazy. But the, October first uh, is the race. It's Sunday, the last day of the the runoffs. What uh, what time what time of the day are you? Um. I think I'm the group either right before or right after lunch, middle of the day. Okay. Well, we'll uh, we'll have to we'll have to uh, remind all our listeners to uh, to watch you on the live stream. They do a good job with the live stream. You can you can watch. Yeah, it's, like it, it's, it looks like you're watching a you know like a NASCAR race. It's a really good live stream. Are you yeah, are you gonna go to runoffs, Adam? Or... What's that, Russell? Are you gonna go to runoffs? Speed ring, same weekend. Oh, that's right. Never mind. I will not be going to runoffs yeah. either. Yeah, we're we're stuck working. But. Lame. We yeah, could do runoffs like we could do runoffs like Tuesday to Friday afternoon. I'll be there. I'm definitely planning. I'm definitely planning on making parts runs down to buddies because I know somebody's going to need some junk. So we'll. Uh, yeah, it's it. I'm definitely. Indy. I'm definitely going down for one of the days. That's for sure. Yeah, if we didn't mention it's at IMS Indy. Yeah, Indy Motor Speedway. Pretty rad. It's at the 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 biggest. You know the biggest baddest racetrack in the world. So, yeah, which is hard to believe. Like that's, it's hard to believe that they're actually Weird. doing that. That's so. It's so bizarre. Yeah. I've, I've been I've, there for the 500 and the Red Bull Air races. The place is just so massive. I can't imagine driving my dumb little car there. <laughs> Your dumb tiny tiny car. It's so small compared to these. Uh, big did you uh, did you did you get a pit spot and stuff already or no? No, not yet. Uh, we're debating on being in the Honda tent. I got a spot there, but I think we'd rather have our trailer, so we'll probably just park yeah. ne- near it. It, uh, it it's going to be even. I mean, even with all the space they've got there, you got to reserve paddock space, or you just basically go out to the south field or whatever they call it. But yeah, the gravel pit. Uh, yeah, you, you go down into the the depths of hell if you don't reserve a spot. I think. But. Um, yeah, it's gonna be wild, man. I'm. Uh, I'll be watching it live. I'll be blowing off my job at Speed Ring. You know, maybe, 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 maybe if Austin and I just like don't show up, like maybe it'll happen anyway. Maybe yeah, we'll it'll, be, run it'll be fine. Do it, man. We'll just let we'll just, we'll just let Abram and, we'll and Chris do all the work. <laughs> yeah, and throw throw Mike up on grid. Perfect. Yeah, Abram, Chris, and Holly, they can handle it. Right? They don't need us. <laughs> well, if we don't mess up, we're gonna be running right up front. Judging by the uh, the lap times and and whatnot, um, we had a really good chance of winning it, which is insane to even think about. Especially yeah, the, the GT, say that GTL ago. class. There, there was like uh, like it was a pretty strong. I mean, it was a pretty solid field. It was like over twenty cars last year, I think, right? Yeah, I think we'll have twenty five to thirty cars. 
Which is really strong for such a crazy class. Like It is. Years ago, there was 10, and the class was almost yeah. kicked to the curb, and guys have done a lot of work to bring it back. And, yeah. hey, everybody, come GT Light Racing. It's rad. Yeah. It, it, it is freaking – it's such a cool class as far as rules go. Like, if you want to build and tinker and just, you know, make yeah. your own car, uh, you can do it like on the stick to too. almost no rules. Well, if you did it all yourself, if you did it on your, all yourself, you actually could. But – um, I mean, it'd be a ton of like a thousand man hours, but you could build one of these things yourself. Yeah, but that's another podcast. <laughs> um, as far as uh, as far as runoffs go, we uh, if we're not there, uh, I want to be watching the live stream and talking about it, and for, especially for STL. So I want I want to have you on the phone. We need to have a live correspondent. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna have two days to sit around waiting for my race. So let's do it. Yeah, sit on sit on your hands. We can talk to you. We'll talk to Brad Adams. You know, we can get you guys in one spot. You can be walking around. Oh, I want to get a win. Yeah. Oh, I have Brad Adams. You, you, you gotta. You, you could slice through the southern draw with a steak knife. So that's that's what you have to do. He claims he has no accent. Come on. <laughs> if that guy doesn't have an accent, I say the I say the top of a house correctly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna go to bed. It's uh, it's almost 10:15, right. and you need to go to bed because it's 11:15 in Austin. It's like 3:30 p.m. Yeah, like it's, it's super early. I'm about to go have dinner. Yes. Screw you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We'll uh, we'll talk to you soon. Cool. Thanks, Ryan. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you. See ya.